And I am Aware Now. Aware Now, the official platform for causes. Tune in and turn it up as we raise awareness one story at a time for the causes that tie us all together. Brigitte Goshaw is the founder and CEO of One Million Steps, building a healthier world through giving for charities, businesses, and you. He believes socially innovative businesses can be a powerful force for social change and sustainability. Brigitte, thank you so much for taking time out this evening from Cardiff, Wales, the United Kingdom, where you're hard at work building a platform that creates a level playing field for bringing businesses, communities, and people together in this beautiful, living, breathing, 24-7 marketplace, really an ecosystem for health, well-being, and social good that supports our nonprofits, enabling them to accomplish their missions, whilst also providing companies a means to improve their employees' mental well-being. Hello, Kerry. Thank you so very much um, um, for you and Awareness Ties for uh, allowing me to be here. And a huge hello from Wales. <laughs> huge hello from San Diego, California. Um, I've found that passion and commitment such as yours always starts with a personal story. Is there a personal story behind why you're so passionate about helping the little guy, as you fondly refer to nonprofits who typically really struggle to raise funds, particularly on the heels of COVID. Is there a story behind One Million Steps? It's an interesting question, isn't it, Kerry? Um, why do we do the things that we do and why are we what we are? Um, in a sense, our journeys are shaped by deep personal experiences, I guess. And from childhood, I've always hated bullying. and. Um, um, in schools, in the workplace, in relationships. And I guess you could say that it all literally started when I was that little guy, um, you know, powerless. Um, and in this growing sense of awareness, um, I started to notice the inequalities of, uh, of the world that we live in. Um, but then when I was about 11 or 12, I read Mark Twain's um, The Tragedy of Puddinghead Wilson. Mm. It's a great, incredible book about social injustice, social inequalities. Um, but one line in it just stood out. and it, 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 um, Let us so live that when we come to die, even the undertaker will be sorry. Mm. Um, you could say that it's haunted me, um, but it's certainly driven me. Um, that every day, at every moment, I have a choice to make, an action that can make a difference. And my path led me to 14 years in the social good sector, social housing, homelessness prevention, frontline strategic, and even at board levels. And I saw how unequal things were. And out of frustration, one day I said, well, actually, I busted my knee training for a charity event. Mm -hmm. uh, I sort of said, um, can one person do something that can help raise 100 million for social good in five years? And that became my North Star. But the discovery of, you know, how do we get to this 100 million in North Star, I realized that, look, you know, what is the biggest social impact we can make? 
and um, you know we we know about the obesity and type 2 diabetes but diabetes crisis that is out there um the upsells the fluff and i i sort of thought sort of thought you know if we could embed no bs no fluff health and well-being principles in communities and use that as a fundraising tool and a motivator we really would have a win-win situation but it wasn't so easy because in order to do that we first had to create a level playing field so that the local greengrocer community group to the largest corporate charity all had to have the same powerful tools and that's what i set out to build i i said let's build a marketplace which where which harnesses and amplifies um the passion and energy of people in communities with a core that is a celebration of um well-being but that every organization that every tier can use because mm. well the little guys don't have it yeah no i so love that as someone who used to run a non-profit um you know that tried to save lives and improve mental out- outcomes in the bipolar community it was such a struggle for us um as you know quote unquote a little guy or a little woman in this case to raise funds so i so appreciate you know what you're trying to do um You know one of the things I was reading when I was researching your company is um what you said about every day is New Year's Day and you if you want you can start something good and you really are the hero of your own story and everything you need is already in you and in your home and just outside your door and when I think about those who embark on your challenge of 1 million steps and over 100 days try to raise funds for local charities or the little guys um do people really embrace the sort of sense of enlightenment that you're trying to empower them with and take on the challenge and successfully raise funds i mean what is your experience being of how people have personally benefited as well of as well as how charities have benefited as well that quote um every day is a new year's day if you mm. want to start something good um was actually my granddad i i i asked my granddad what his new resolutions were and he he said that and at back then i i do remember thinking well oh, that's ridiculous right there's only <laughs> one day and it's the 1st of january but it then struck me well wait a minute actually i can start any day i want to if i want to do something good not just for myself but for society around me um and and two cool two things that you mentioned there you know we've had people who who have come to us and said Oh I don't know if I can do it. I'm not sure. Can I maybe I'll change my mind. And I said, "Look, just just try do your best. You know, you're the hero of the story." And she said, "You know, um you don't need to do much. We'll show you how to do things. But just have a go because you never know where you'll get to." And we've had people come back and say, "Right, I'll just do it and and done well." But I mean in terms of the organizations over the last 2 years um, we've helped quite a few organizations um you know brand new non-profits all the way to multi-million uh, organizations um they all have a overlap you know and whether small or large they face some of the same problems um or at least everyone wants a low risk um low resource event that they can launch easily sure. um, whether it's a big guy or a small guy and that's the key i think understanding the multiple and deep pain points and i was there i was lucky i did frontline strategic and was sat on boards i spoke to businesses as an ambassador um and 
these things um, allowed me to see the bigger picture. Um, and so, you know, um, for the nonprofits, think of all the tasks, the multiple meetings, the discussions, what date we set it on. And these things start getting bogged down. But the critical thing was the busy business owners. These are people who wanted to do some good. Um, but whenever they went out, they, the local causes couldn't engage back and the businesses felt, well, you know, why can't, you know, who's going to plan this? Who's going to do it? And, you know, he's a busy business owner with, with staff. Um, but the thing that we kept hearing was the businesses wanted something meaningful and inclusive that ticked as many of their goals as possible, the health and well-being, the CSR, but most importantly, please, with as little fuss as possible, we just right. want to get on with it. Get on with it was something they kept saying. And then let's remember that all of this is, you know, the organization, but critically, we've got the supporter or member of staff and, and they're the participants, the users. And the user journey is so critical. Um, any, any break in it breaks the journey. And, and you have to make the user think about the value hierarchy, about what it brings to them. So it's easy to join. I understand the rules. You provide me with the tools. I can do it with friends and family. And I can do something for social good. And once it all comes together, no matter what happens, and I say this to them, it doesn't matter. Just do your best. You'll learn something. You'll improve. And no matter what happens, you'll get a benefit out of it. And each of those points is critical. Breaking them hurts the journey. You asked about success stories. Um, I love the small food bank that came to us and they only wanted to raise a thousand pounds. They were out in a rural area. Um, they came to us a week before a national event and they were very much a bucket in a supermarket kind of guys. You know, now think it through. And they explained it to me. They said, look, you know, Bucking in a supermarket isn't that simple. First, we've got to organize the volunteers. Then we've got to travel to destination with the kit. We've got to set, set up the stands and stand around all day asking for small change. You get some lucky some days, but it's still hard work. And we're not saying don't do that. What we're coming in is saying, look, you've got all that passion and energy. You can still do that, but also do stuff that allows you to scale your reach. Scale mm -hmm. the energy and, and amplify it um, um, uh, easily, efficiently. So the food bank came to us to raise a thousand pounds. It was a lot of money for them. And uh, one week later, one of their supporters who worked in a local business brought that business along. And a hundred days later, they raised 2,100 pounds. Mm -hmm. and, and it was double their target. It was a lot for them. They calculated it as two tons of pasta for the local community. Oh, um, I love it. Yep, yep, and 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 um, and and you know, all of this came from twenty-five people who walked nine thousand miles in a hundred days. I love it, love yep. it. Um, yeah. And the other great story we had is a, again another small charity, one-person charity. Um, their big story is still, I believe, the biggest uh, success ever. Um, they raised twenty-one thousand pounds in a hundred days. Um, Two hundred people walked. 75,000 miles, which is three times around the planet. Um, and, you know, it, it's just so powerful to see how mm. each person, each bit, little bit comes together for that big result. Um, but but it's the stories of people that mean a lot to me, really. The mother who told me, uh, wrote to us to say thank you because their 12-year-old had walked, um, I think it was 700 miles in, in, in 100 days and changed his mindset. 
Peter, who took the challenge five times in a row and signed up for a marathon. Um, a stroke survivor who walked the length of Britain, that's 1,200 miles in 100 days. Uh, the professional rugby player who realised that he actually never spent enough time with his family and he only realised that when he was going for walks with them. And, and the lady who found in her own way a sense of mindfulness when she said to me, I found more time with God. Um, yeah, yeah. And, but my, the funniest one I had was, and, and these are the little things that people learn, a lady who said, I never thought I would ever walk in the rain. And then I never thought, oh my God, you know, I, I never thought I would enjoy walking in the rain so much. But she <laughs> said, the biggest miracle was, I never thought my husband would join me to walk in the rain and enjoy it as much as I do. Uh, <laughs> so, so these uh, little, you know, um, uh, are just, they, 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 they do bring a sense of, joy which also brings us strength if you know what I mean. yeah it's it's funny because you you never think about when nonprofits reach out to use a peer-to-peer fundraising platform that the people who are actually raising money for them you know walking are going to get so much joy out of it and these other sort of benefits whether it's spending more time with their kids or spending time with their husband walking in the rain i love walking in the rain i, I love hearing these little stories so thank you so much for sharing those um <laughs> I just wanted to share with you something you may not be aware of because it's coming out of the state. Our Surgeon General recently uh, released a report on the state of mental health in our workplaces. And the report actually shared three very interesting um, key findings. I just want to share those with you. Uh, 76% of workers reported at least one symptom of a mental health condition. That's 76% of workers. 86% said that workplace conditions had contributed to at least one mental health condition or challenge. And 81% reported they would be looking for workplaces that actually supported their mental health. And I, I know your model allows businesses to bring in one million steps as sort of a corporate wellness program, but also allowing um, you know employees to raise funds for a local charity, which in light of these findings in the U.S. Surgeon General's report really makes common sense to me that you're, you know, bringing in this as a value proposition. Can you expand for the readers a little bit um, about how companies can use One Million Steps to help their employees' mental health, whilst also allowing them to do some social good in their communities? I'm actually going to start right at the top where you use the word corporate and also corporate wellness and mm -hmm. corporate well-being programs. When we look at the number of people employed by small and medium-sized businesses in almost any country, um, the vast uh, outweighs the numbers working in um, the, the organizations that have, you know, two, three, four, five hundred or thousands. Um, and actually, many of the businesses that come to us um, don't feel that the corporate well-being programs are for them. We've had very large organizations who've taken this on as well, and we're talking about multi-million pound organizations, and they they had stuff running, but this was something else that they felt complemented stuff. But the biggest, the, the sounds I was hearing were actually to do with the fact that they actually felt they were small and no one catered for them. <laughs> and suddenly something had come along and, and as one of them said, so 
I can get my staff to do this, it's inclusive, I don't need to speak to HR, and we can do social good, and a bit of a no-brainer, right? Um, because th there were multiple um, barriers for them to actually go on that corporate well-being side of things. And, and what we do is social innovation. You know, I'm very, very keen on, on emphasizing that we connect dots. Um, we have a sustainable delivery tool um, um, based on health campaign modeling, um, value-based healthcare principles um, that can be used for self and social prescribing. Um, but importantly, to tackle health inequalities, it doesn't need to be expensive. Um, and we start with the idea that well-being is actually different for each of us, but actually that we can all take the same simple steps to begin to make our difference. Um, and what we do is we build bridges to connect corporate and social responsibility, social good and people. And I said that well-being doesn't need to be complicated. It certainly doesn't need to be expensive. And we emphasize that, as you say before, that, um, you know, if you're the hero of the story, um, then everything you already need is in you. That's the start. And if, you know, in your home, because if you haven't got the money or travel, um, you know, to get to a gym, to, to go to, you know, to, to, to an outdoor class. It's just outside your front door. There's little things you can do. But the most critical thing is time and learning are your friends. Shortcuts and promises of quick success, they'll turn out to be detours in the end. Start, learn, repeat, improve, and persist. But mm. just start. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and if you give yourself the time, the improvements can be so subtle. Sometimes you have to look back to realize how far you've come. But you start to explore other options to add to your journey. So we start dropping in learning some fundamentals of leading uh, a, a mindful life and where meditation sits in that. We try to emphasize that there are actually just 15 or so key body and strength um, uh, conditioning exercises that you can take with you for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. um, in fact, I sometimes say to people, you know, be the best beginner in the world. Um, and that alone is enough because it will spur you on to try other activities. In fact, it's because your options are now wider because you've come further from where you started, i.e. you've improved. Mm, I love that. I love that. You know, um, as someone you know, who used to run a nonprofit, we did use a peer-to-peer -peer fundraising platform, a traditional one. And it, it, you know, just had people go on Facebook and share a video and encourage people to, you know, give us money for a very good cause, mind you. But it had none of this, you know, incredible um, mindfulness that people could, you know, jump in and, and walk and, and you, know, you push some stuff on, you know, yoga and meditation so that they actually, you know, incorporate this into their life, not only whilst they're doing a challenge, but, you know, moving forward in their lives. It's just such a beautiful concept. Um, so, you know, as you integrate all these components that you do in such an innovative, mindful way, and as you say, it's sort of a no frills, no BS sort of also corporate wellness product with these two really unique value propositions, allowing employees to improve their well-being whilst doing social good for local communities. I'm just kind of curious, um, where are you going next? I mean, what is your North Star on this? Um Take, take it back about you know this this innovation side of it. I think my, pro, my the proudest thing we've done is that that food bank 
or the one person charity mm. um or small business that just really has no time um when i go back to them and say how difficult was this for you they actually start off with let me tell you how difficult it actually is to do what we normally do mm. <laughs> and the difference between the two um and and that is where they now have something that they as one charity said um you know you are that tool in that toolbox that we know we can keep using because it takes so little resources for for the ad for the for the for the benefit that you're getting um so where's the future of uh, okay so um we see ourselves as a platform for well-being to tackle health inequalities and that's an important part of that for us um we don't really see the fundraising elements it's there it's an important element because of the social good motivator we all want to succeed because we you know want to do that social good as well um and you know we've learned so much since we started and we're just a small boot we're a small bootstrap team um but we've raised over 100,000 pounds or $150,000 for social good almost 1 billion steps taken which is you know half a million miles or 17 times around the planet uh, we did it because of the people who gave us their passion and energy <laughs> because mm. now they could do something um that was meaningful to them and and then we hear the stories of how it changed their lives too um so next year i i guess in 2023 we're going to begin that uh, you know that to to, to answer hopefully that north star question can one person do something that can help raise 100 million for social good um so there's everything to play for and um and and you know we we just want to you just want to start engaging now on a wider scale um with all the experience and knowledge that we've built up yeah um, i mean you know you and i obviously are friends and have talked about this and working together our company name is accelerating social good so i'm so excited for what's to come um in terms of our collaboration and using your products um to help our nonprofit clients accomplish their missions faster um and and to be smarter <laughs> by by using this incredibly innovative platform and um helping them get corporations on board uh, as well to uh, accelerate as much as they can raise um, so very blessed you have met you and um Very you know, so, so, so looking forward to helping you reach your north star that much faster um when one last question if you don't mind you've talked okay. about renaming your company um you know keeping the challenge name 1 million steps um so I think it's a great name can you share with us just a little bit about your thinking about behind the, the new name of the company which i happen to know and love uh okay well the new name yes um let's keep it Well, let's keep it under wraps for now. I mean, okay. lots of build a platform. Um as, as you rightly mentioned, it's living breathing marketplace, you know, of well-being, health and social good and 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 all the connection of the dots. Um uh, we started off with this core challenge, this one powerful, impactful 100-day celebration of well-being because of all the connections that it makes within communities within people within businesses and within the social good and we knew that if we could do this and prove it everything else follows after um and millions steps wasn't 
was never really going to be the original name. It, it really served us well, but it, it, you know, we're not a one-house town or one-trick pony, and so um, the new name that we have, and I'm very pleased with that, is it really encapsulates our core beliefs of well-being, rejuvenation, kindness, giving. Um, and it all has to come together. Kindness mm. about what we look at, treat ourselves, how how we treat, you know, what impact we can make. Um, and this idea of rejuvenation, it's never too late to start, right? No. It's no. always okay to, to take that step forward. So all hush-hush for now. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm not going to breathe a word, I promise you. And I can certainly say I don't know what's going on in um, Cardiff. I know a little bit that you've shared with me. But I can tell you one thing for sure here in the States. We can certainly use a little bit more kindness. So um, I so, so appreciate you taking time out tonight. From I know it's a bit late in, in Cardiff. Um, and I've really enjoyed this conversation and I, I can't wait for our continued collaboration and bringing this amazing living breathing marketplace full of kindness and compassion and social good and health and well-being um, whether it's for people doing the challenge or for corporations jumping on board and their employees i'm here to the states to the nonprofits um that we work with at least so once again thank you thank you kerry thank you very much have a wonderful day Cheers, Nat. Bye-bye. Tune into our podcast, subscribe to our magazine, find us and join us online. Visit IamAwareNow.com. We will no longer wait for permission to change the world. Together, we are Aware Now.